Hi, thank you for joining. I'm Mary Parks, and this is Heart of Wisdom. On today's episode, we're going to talk about part three of the New Eden. In this, we're going to look at what was paradise meant to be? What was life here on earth supposed to be like? Before the fall of man, it was supposed to be totally paradise. Paradise, well, if you want to think about what that is like, I'm going to talk about what it would have been like. The idea of heaven on earth, let's just say, heaven on earth, There would not have been any curse on anybody. Everybody would have been blessed. There would be an abundance of everything. Everything that was needed would be in abundance. You would not have to toil. You would not have to work for it. It would have been supplied It would have been abundant life, the abundant life. Well, according to the new covenant, these are the things that we are supposed to be living in, the abundant life, plenty, prosperity, love, joy, peace, happiness, no fighting, no wars even. No floods, no famine. What it was meant to be, even your clothes wouldn't have been needed. You didn't have to get up and go to Walmart <laughs> You didn't have to get up and go to the grocery store even. You would have had to step outside into your garden of Eden, the new Eden. This is what paradise should be. This is what life should be. The abundant life. You would not want for one thing. Everything would be supplied. You would have food, water, everything that you can think of, you would have it. It would come to you. The Father, the Father of all, would have supplied everything straight to you. This was paradise, heaven on earth.
relaxation, no anxiety, no stress, no disease, no sickness, no illness, no mental disorders, no doctors, no nurses. Everything you needed would have been there for you. Pure, purity, no germs. If you wanted it, you could eat it. You would take it off of the tree, wash it, and eat it. That would be it. You didn't have to look at the latest update on what you can get seriously wrong with you from eating something that God provided in the first place. It wouldn't be that you would have to look up this test and that test of what scientific experiment happened, of what lab rat they used. (laughs) None of that would be a thing. Nothing like that would have had to happen. You would be able to eat without fear. In fact, there would be no fear. There would be nothing that was going to make you afraid to live in what God put down, what he put here on earth would be here in its pure purity, effect, and form. And you would know the knowledge that you would have would be the wisdom from God, not earthly wisdom, manipulation, and control. You would have godly wisdom, and you would live your life according to godly wisdom. Wisdom chooses the delightful path. What the word of God is saying is that you would have had everything. But what the new covenant says is the same. You just have to search for it. You just have to know it. You have to dig for it in the word. You will find it. There are ways to get to everything. The curses are covered by the blood. The curses are not curses anymore. This is the new Eden. It is the paradise lost. But God turned it around by the precious blood of Christ. And what Jesus did at Calvary for us is a description of what it would have been like That's what the concept of the new Eden is. That is the life that is the victorious life that we should be living as Christians covered by the blood of Jesus. Not to have fear. Not to have worry about sickness, illness, and disease. All of that was brought in by sin. Now we're in a battle. That's what makes it hard. You have to know that you know that you know. That's called discernment. 
discernment is going to help you. And that is given to you by the helper, by the Holy Spirit. That is a gift. That's what the church needs. The church, the new Jerusalem is coming. But that's far off from now. Where we are at now is in that battle. But what the church has to do is get in unity with what God's word says and stand on it. In unity, the word of God, if you stand on it and apply it into your life and believe it by faith, you will get to it. In unity, the church shall have what the promises of Abraham are. In unity, you shall have paradise, the new Eden. In unity, loving brothers and sisters, knowing what Jesus Christ did at Calvary is what gives you the new Eden. Always put your eyes on the cross. Always know what Jesus died for you to have is yours. The church is not living under the new covenant, under the blood of Christ. That is where we must be in unity, church. It is under the blood of Jesus. It is in the new covenant. That is the new Eden. If we apply the blood of Jesus Christ to everything, our minds, our bodies, our spirit, We have to have our spirit to be alive, not dead spirit, a life, a life made alive through our salvation. When Jesus comes to live in us, then our spirits are made alive. That is when we receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Discernment, wisdom, the gift of healing, the gift of prophecy. That is what makes things work. It's what God meant it's what he meant for the people, his children. This is what he meant it to be like. Paradise, beautiful. We can have that beautiful life, a life with Christ, if we invite him into our hearts. 
and we ask him to be part of our lives. We want him to enjoy us, and we want to enjoy him. What Jesus did at Calvary is he died for us to have a relationship. The relationship is what is important. What the Father did in Genesis, you can read it, is what he wanted to do is to have fellowship with Adam and Eve. He wanted to walk with them, talk with them, have a relationship with them. He wanted that fellowship, walking in the cool of the night. Are you talking to Jesus? Do you have that relationship with Christ? Are you letting sin separate? That's what separated. That's what happened. Sin got in the way. But by the blood of Christ, by Calvary, through the cross, the mediator of the new covenant is the way that our lives are supposed to be. It's the way we have to look to the cross. That is the new covenant. By the way, the enemy is still fighting. Even if you think that there is no more generational curses. You know that because Jesus became a curse for you. The curses did not carry over. Only the blessings carry over. So we are blessed and we have to live in that blessings, the blessings of Abraham. We have to live in that blessing. Then we can be prosperous. We can go forward. We have to know wisdom. We have to have God's wisdom. We have to live by that wisdom. We have to choose the delightful path. That is where we should be now. When we are walking with Jesus in our journey, which can turn to be a race, if you are running with Christ, you're actually doing the right thing because you're running the race. If you're running with Christ, you are on track. You are holding hands with Jesus. He is leading you by your spirit that's what you want. When you miss something, everything will go flat. But when you are walking with Christ, when you have a relationship with Jesus, even if you make a mistake, you know that you are forgiven. That's what happened at your baptism. When you were baptized, you made a choice. You made an agreement with God, and you said, yes. Then the Holy Spirit came to be with you. 
You were forgiven for past, present, and future sin by the cross. You received your salvation and now you're going forward. Life is supposed to be more than what you can even imagine. Now, even in this world, it would not have to be the way it is. But you, if you are letting sin separate, if you are letting sin separate your relationship with God, he wants that. He wants to fellowship with you. He wants to laugh with you. He wants to enjoy you. You are his children. You are his children. How many have children? Mothers and fathers, you have children. Don't you love it when your children come over to visit and you have grandchildren? That much more the father of all wants to spend his time with you in fellowship, relationship, conversation, laughter, and joy will come. Look to the word of God. Right now I'm going to read from Genesis 3 and 17. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree, which I command you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and dust you shall return. Now that is a curse. This curse is all changed by your salvation. Because in your salvation, you are not cursed, you are blessed. And if you look to this and look to what the word says, you can still have the blessings of Abraham. You have to seek it, search for it like a hidden treasure. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. 
Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man and placed in the cherubim at the east of the Garden of Eden and a flaming sword, which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Because that tree of life is only gotten through salvation. That is the tree of life. You can't have it any other way. You can't come back to the Father except through Christ. You have to come back. That is the tree of life. That is your paradise. This was the paradise lost that I just read. Your paradise gained is by the blood of Christ. You have to receive your salvation. Ask God to come into your heart. Take over your life. Change me. I acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God. Acknowledge that, that he is the Christ. Change me. I acknowledge that at Calvary, Jesus died for the forgiveness of sin. I receive the forgiveness of my sin from my past, present, and future. I thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, that's what you need to do. That is the new Eden. God bless you this day. From Heart of Wisdom, I'm Mary Parks.